Welcome to the Divine Power Podcast, where we discuss the power of healing, spirituality, and becoming boundless. My name is Hannah Horn, and I am grateful to connect with you beyond what is physical. Let's get started. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Divine Power Podcast. I know it's been eight days and that doesn't really probably mean anything to you because I've gone from posting um, the most unorganized dates pretty much like I I would go from posting um, every week to every two weeks to once a month and I just have accepted that I don't have a finalized time and day because I don't want to put that much pressure on myself and then create this shit episode where I'm just forcing myself to talk when sometimes my being doesn't want to speak. But here I am. I was not planning on recording today. I was actually planning on recording yesterday, but I truly didn't feel like it was harmonious to what was supposed to unfold in that day. And I wanted to be in alignment. I didn't want to force anything. I didn't want to pull myself out of awareness. And I was just focused on being present, which is kind of ironic because I was working on my, I'm not going to go into details, but the side hustle that I'm doing right now. um, And it was really pulling me out of the present moment entirely. But I was like aware of it at the same time, if that makes any sense. I was aware of how... Um, rushed I felt and how anxious I felt not anxious but no we'll say anxious anxious is the word how anxious I felt Um, but at the same time in the back of my mind I was like you're really present but you're not at the same you're present of how you're feeling but there is no stillness for you to sit in and connect with source so it's it's a dilemma at times because you know you you're a human living in this evolved society which has so many blessings and so many things to be grateful for and so many pros to look at but at the same time there are so many cons and so many negatives and so many matrix ideals that are pushed onto us unfortunately and that is what I am hoping to talk about today is I really have been diving deep into the recognizing of the God within us all not fragments but the uh, life source itself the power of programming, how sensitive the mind is, how we do live in a matrix. And I I don't want to say, honestly, I love saying matrix, but at the same time, I hate it because social media, especially, same thing with spirituality um, and universe, as one would call it, is that social media has made it, in my mind, such this like taboo, uh, aesthetic or label stereotype kind of vibe and I don't I personally don't like it I have been practicing 
this sort of uh, growth um, implementing life since I was 15 or so. And not to single myself out, it's just like I've noticed over the past year, two years, maybe even, no, especially around quarantine starting, which I'm so happy for. But with the good comes the evil. And I've just noticed how much it's become such an aesthetic and such a way to um, live your life on a physical realm, on a identification realm. And it's less about the internal practice, the internal growing, the internal healing. And it's just sometimes it does aggravate me and it frustrates me that girls think that they can't start being spirit quote-unquote spiritual see i don't even want to say spiritual because again it sounds like such a woohoo taboo oh you're spiritual then you must believe in this this no no spirituality is the life that you were living in it's in yourself the life within this human body the constant um growing of becoming aware through this consciousness and everybody is experiencing it. It's just to certain and different degrees in every single life force, from the cat to the dog to the human to the tree, etc. It's just finally recognizing that you are life itself living in this physical being. You are not the mind. You are not the flesh. You are life. You are source. You are soul. And that's, oh, and I've been learning about reincarnation even more. I have just been diving deep into what truly matters in this life and what truly brings my soul peace. And we get so caught up in, and it's hard not to, like, don't, don't think that I'm just saying, like, brush this under the rug. It is so hard not to get caught up in with money being a thing and jobs being a thing and the need to constantly validate yourself in this, especially America, in this world that is based upon your status. Hold on, my mom's coming in. One second. I am back. I apologize about that. That was a quick intermission. I actually... (laughs) It's so ironic to me that I, you know, not preach, but I speak on the aspect of life where you are trying to be a better person, a kinder person, a more um, present being. And I watched myself, I just watched myself get irritated by the fact that my mom has a client in the house and I let it come up and I let it pass I even just got mad at myself for getting irritated and just literally sat down with my see this is why I'm I'm so <laughs> I overthink a lot but basically she walked in with her client I felt this aggravation come up because again I had this expectation of sitting there in that same spot and being able to just talk and talk and talk and talk and then the moment that expectation was diminished by universe, by life itself, by the way th- things unfold. Uh, my human soul, not my human soul, my human uh, being. I, I, It's not a separation of self. I am the human. Uh, we'll dive more into this later, but I just watched myself get irritated. Basically, I watched myself get agitated um, and 
I was just like straight up in front of her client because again, I do not take up less space for the comfortability of others. Never will I ever do that again. I <laughs> I was like, man, I was recording and my mom is so passive aggressive sometimes that it really gets under my skin and I will learn one day and will continue to learn why things like that bother me. But I'm going to put my pen down because I'm playing with it out of anxiousness uh she goes she goes she'll be fine don't worry about it she'll be fine because her client was like oh is there any other quiet space in the house I was like yeah I'm fine and she was like my mom was just very passive aggressive and it (laughs) it irritated me for a moment but I'm now laughing at it now because it's humility in knowing that we're never going to be perfect no matter what even in the simplest things I also was going to talk about today and I did want to title this episode humility but something that I've been more going into is the matrix and programming and just how much society growing up has affected us and I'm sorry if you can hear any background noise I'm in my room which is the uh, room upstairs farthest away I think there's a cat at my door. Give me one second. Dude, what are all these interruptions? Hold on. Well, that was another test. I could have easily gotten irritated by the cat scratching at my door and wanting my attention, but I kind of just laughed it off and loved him and let him leave. But I am back for a third time. I apologize. I know this is really unprofessional, but this is my life. This is raw. This is unfiltered. This is authentically me. Uh, what was I discussing again? I think I was just talking about the matrix and programming and how much the simplest of things have created these stories in our mind as we grow older and it's up to us to be consciously aware of them and how they affect us and how they carry into our day-to-day lives. For ex- Oh my goodness, this cat. This cat. He... It's Leo. Once again, it's Leo. He is the attention whore out of the three. He constantly needs attention or he doesn't know what to do with himself. He eats, he goes outside and runs around, and then he comes inside for attention. He's nonetheless himself. That's for sure. I think animals... Oh, I really hope you can't hear him mowing. I think animals are the most present beings because... They are just constantly living in the now. They have no conceptualized um, idea of time. Because in reality, time is not a thing. Fun thing that I have learned and now can put into words is that the past and the future do not exist. All that is in reality, all that is truly happening is now is the present moment so what i just said two three seconds ago five minutes ago on and on is the present moment um that is no longer here and what's about to happen within the next few minutes is still the present moment that is yet to happen there is no again there is no future there is no past and it's such it's just so nice because when I remind myself that I I truly think about it on a day-to-day basis and I'm able to sit within the now and breathe within the now and experience all that is within the now 
and even listening to myself talk right now is so odd because I feel like a soul watching this human vessel speak what its mind is acknowledging and educating itself on and it's just so much information all at once but it still resonates within my soul and I feel like I'm just like ripping layers off an onion of this ongoing um, realization of self really and what it means to be connected to life source what it means to be connected to the divine and all that is in this harmonious cycle of energy like I just I it's just such a beautiful wonderful thing and before I get into today's episode I just want to address two really awesome things that happened with me and my parents oh my goodness this cat I don't know what to do he's not gonna leave me alone give me one second I really don't feel like stopping and starting this over and over again I I can't get a break it's it's hard living with a bunch of people because you know you want to record but there's always background noise and you can't exactly tell someone to shut up not shut up you can't exactly tell someone to be quiet or stop talking or but I also don't want to give into the cat's notion of banging on the door because I don't want to reinforce bad behavior He's been spoiled his whole life, and I don't want him to get into his head or program into his head that if I um, annoy them and do this and that, then I will get what I want. I think, I was talking to my mom about this the other day, I think animals should be treated, treated as children and should get the same amount of love, respect, and discipline. I know not everyone sees it in that way and that's perfectly okay like to each their own agree to disagree that's just me I I don't see the benefit in letting an animal walk all over you and do whatever it wants and it's not to be um, aggressive or hurt the animal it's just and I know you can't really like sit down and talk with it but it's finding ways to communicate with the animal no and yes and reward and no reward I know that was a little off topic but Leo banging on my door right now. See, he's gone because he learned, like, I'm not going to get what I want by doing this, by scratching the door, by throwing himself into the door. Who knows? He might still be there. I have no freaking clue. He knows his name, though, so if I say his name, then he's going to continuously do so. Moving on, uh, the other day I had a conversation with my mom, and it's hard to talk to my mom about these things because... She is so deeply, and there's nothing, again, there's nothing wrong with her. I just, I'm understanding the mind more and the science behind the mind and how subconscious programming and subconscious uh, downloads truly affect how the conscious mind thinks and how the ego uh, adapts and reacts to everything that's going on around it. It's sensory overload nonetheless so my mom I am Cuban on my mom's side and her whole life she not her whole life until she was like 18 or so I think before she went to Argentina and found her ideology of what God is she practiced Santeria 
in Santeria, and I don't haven't done enough research just because I've been so programmed to think it's such a horrible, bad, dark thing that I just don't even want to touch it because my mom has programmed it in my head that it'll open up. And maybe she is right. I, I don't know. I really haven't done my research. That'll open up bad doors and demonic spirits and dark spirits, etc. So Santeria is basically a way of connecting with your ancestors. It is the Cuban... I would. I don't know if it's a religion or if it's just like a spiritual practice, but my family is a lineage of witches, which is so crazy for me to think about sometimes, <laughs> because it's such like in my mind is like such a cool, beautiful thing, but at the same time, I have been conditioned to believe that it's a horrible, dark thing, and I need to suppress that area of my life. I will look into it when the time comes, but I just don't feel called to right now. Anyway, she had a really bad experience where she said she opened up a door that allowed a demonic spirit or an entity that disguised itself as her ancestor to come through, and it pinned her down, much like sleep paralysis does. And I don't think sleep paralysis is just sleep paralysis. I truly think it's a deeper thing. And she could not move, she could not scream, and she could just see this thing, this dark entity holding her down. And ever since she told me that story, I want nothing to do with Santeria. I don't want to touch in it, I don't want to dabble in it, I don't even want to... For a long time, I didn't even want to acknowledge it was a part of my heritage. For years and years, like, my ancestors practiced that. And so... She went to Argentina. She said that she found God there, that she connected with. That's why I think in the beginning for her, it was so overwhelming because, yes, she was finding God, but that was like her true connection to source. And that's what it really means to be connected with, quote unquote, God or spirit or source or life itself. And so... Her brain couldn't conceptualize just connecting and just being, so she went to religion. And that is where a lot of people go, is finding a book or a rule book or laws that limit them to the kind of life they can live so they can feel safe and structured. And basically they create these walls around their life and become their own prisoners with the illusion that they are safe and they are going to heaven and they won't be going to hell if they follow this, this, and this rule. But there are so many lost things in um, history. Guys, I have so much to, <laughs> so much to talk about. I don't, my mind is like yelling at me all these different things. And I'm trying to stay organized in one path. Because last night, me and my dad were talking for two and two to three hours. And we were just talking about how I think it was... I don't want to make shit up, but it was a it was a after Christ, so I think it's AD. Um, it was like three hundred to five hundred years after Christ, reincarnation and karma was completely obliterated from the Bible because the church no longer became a place of connecting to source and connecting to God and connecting to life itself. It became a place of power and corruption and money-hungry men who didn't want the feminine to um, acknowledge the power that they hold in this world, both the masculine and the feminine. It became just about the masculine. And that's why a lot of the time I think 
this is just my own idea of why God is seen as he, when in reality God is in it. It is an entity. It just is. There is no label on it. Uh, the masculine didn't want the feminine to think that they were in connection in the same sense as the men. I I hope that can make if that makes sense. It's it's like you've been programmed and conditioned your whole life and generations on and on and on that men are more powerful, men are more strong. And I know in recent years a lot of that has changed, but if you go back to back when women weren't allowed to vote and when men were seen as the breadwinners of the house and the rule the rulers of the house and women were there to clean and to cook and we've come a long way but i think that's why god was labeled as he so that women would live in the sphere of man and would feel as if god is this powerful being because it is a man when in reality god is the masculine and the feminine and I don't want to go into too much detail, but it's like, it's also, my dad was telling me how the book of Mary, I've honestly never looked into it. And he's not religious, not even in the slightest. He's the reason that I have had the ability to think outside of Christianity, because that was all that I was ever taught on my mom's side since my parents are divorced. And he told me that that's always been an importance to him because he was programmed by his own mother. See, it goes back and back and back. He was programmed by his own mother to believe in a certain way, to only view life in a certain way, and to fear God, and to be on your hands and knees praying for forgiveness for every little thing that you do, and to not allow yourself to expand your mind, and to not allow yourself to do certain things because then you would go to hell, as one would call it. And it was even to the point that like, he would try to listen to different music outside of Christianity and if his mom found his CDs, she would cut them up and break them in front of him or burn them or yell at him or just not allow him to live the life that he wanted to live and she wanted him to live in fear. But she was so, it's so complex, but she was so embodied in this illusion of this is safety, this is life, this is the only way of life. And it was so deeply programmed in her mind that she didn't know anything else. And that's the scary part of programming is that when programming becomes so deep and it's so embodied in somebody's mind, it is so hard to recognize it because it becomes this false sense of identity and who you are and it becomes this shell over your ideas and your beliefs and anything outside of it that could possibly crack it scares you and makes you live in fear and living in fear is the ultimate prison it is the ultimate ultimate um what's the word uh i'm (laughs) i know what i'm trying to say it's just fear it's just this roadblock and i can give an example is i i don't want to speak like my my path along this podcast sometimes not that anyone's going to copy me and that's also another I'm realizing that's my ego speaking right now is this identity of what my life should look like I just have a calling to do certain things and um, it's the same thing with me wanting to live in a van is 
I have been told by so many people, oh, that's not sustainable. That's not, how are you going to have enough money for that? You can't do that. You have to work a, and we're just going to use a nine to five as an example. Not everybody works a nine to five, but work for the man, work for a certain time schedule, work these certain hours on these certain days for this amount of time at this intensity I just I don't see the freedom in that that looks like a prison to me but for some people living in a van sounds like hell so it's all about perspective it's just oh man I could keep going and going and going programming has just made us believe that we are not worthy unless we have this job title or this amount of money in our bank account or we drive this car or look like this and live this lavish uh, lifestyle but in my mind I don't see that as worthy in my mind worthiness is the embodiment of who you truly are not the clothes that you wear not the again the car that you drive it's the connection that you have with source it is the realization of the life that you are living fully in that present moment and soaking in every last second of it because it's coming and it's going it's coming and it's going it's gone like what i just said five seconds ago is gone i'm recording it and that's cool that technology is able to allow me to look back but in terms of it being um, entirely present it's gone this moment that i'm living right now I'm watching it pass and unfold and pass and unfold and so on and so on and so on. But (laughs) I realize I cut myself off, but back to what I was talking about with the book of Mary is my dad said he tried having a conversation with his mom about, again, the Bible and how there's possibility in there being manipulation and it no longer being the book of God it becomes the book of man and a rule book of life and how is that life that that is a limitless world and she got really upset with him and my dad is the only one that left Texas his entire family he has four siblings um and I I, God, God knows how many cousins I'm telling you I have even though that is my European side of the family an Iberian side and Czech side, I have more family on that side than I do on my Cuban side of the family, at least that I know of. And so he was the only one that left. They literally all stayed. They all lived close together, but because he felt like he didn't belong and nobody accepted him for seeing life from a different perspective, from being interested in Buddhist teachings and Hindu teachings and seeing the world of yoga and I understand I literally am my father's daughter and it was so cool I'm getting to know my dad is no longer dad but Charles as the person that he is as the soul that he is and recognizing that he is me and I am him just like some of my listeners right now you are me and I am you and we are the light that lives within these beings and it's it's just so Uh, It's just such a beautiful, overwhelming feeling because you are released from these shackles of an identity. You are just as you are. You are just living in this human 
meat suit. And yes, to a certain extent, you can't do much about it because you are, yes, you are human. I'm trying my best to explain this and I do hope that over the years I grow more knowledgeable in how to articulate myself in a way that is more understandable. But the human instinct is to survive. And I actually want to save that for just a little bit because I don't know how to pronounce his name entirely, but I was just listening to speeches from both Alan Watts and where is it? I'm really sorry if this comes off offensive. I just don't know how to pronounce his name. Uh, Jagadish Vasudev. I don't know how to say his name. He's actually a very popular guru. Um, but his like new name or his guru name is Sadhu Guru or something like that. So I apologize if I didn't pronounce that right. I just I genuinely don't know how to pronounce it at all. It's just I am obsessed with his teachings as much as I am obsessed with Baba Ramdas's teachings and Alan Watts' teachings and sad note i am so excited i think i'm i'm kind of sad that it's taking like 20 days to come in but i was researching what kind of book i want to read because i've been reading my yoga sutra book for two years now i'm the type of person that when i read a book i'll read it over and over and over again especially um intellectually um intellectual knowledgeable factual books those are the kind of books I to- I typically cater towards. When I was younger, I really liked more fictional stuff and storytelling stuff, which is beautiful. But right now, I'm just really into learning about the mind and the body and the soul and the connection to everything around me. As simple as learning, again, me being irritable with my mother. Why? Why did my human instinct react in that way? Why was I unable to pull myself out of that for those two to five seconds as simple and as silly as that is being so reactant without taking a breath taking a pause I just it's just exciting for me to look at life in that way oh I need to take a breath but I doubt I got this book about uh Buddhism and science and a monk who wanted to make it easier for people that are so outside of that to understand it and I'm very 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 excited I it's just cool that I'm getting to read a different book because I have like my yoga sutra book I love that book to death but I have read every single chapter three almost four times and it has been annotated to the nines so I'm quite over it and I want to pass it down to someone but reading is not something that everyone does and it wasn't something that I did until I started again it's one of those self-disciplined things that starting is the hardest part but getting going is I, I don't know just the unraveling of reading and downloading all that knowledge is such an amazing experience and it truly makes you present because all you're doing is downloading this information in front of you and being able to conceptualize it and understand it and feed it to your brain feed it to your mind and then in return bless your soul with it by feeling less fearful of the present moment
I feel like I'm <laughs> I just have so much to say and Again, I was talking to... Before I get into all this information and shit that I've been writing down, I talked. I tried talking to my mom and, you know, she got it on, like, a surface value. I was like, Mom, but I know that you praise this this being in the sky, but you you are God. And she looked at me like, no. Like, she was just like, no, like, what? And I was like, but, and I am God as well. And she was like, no, you're not. And I was like, I'm not saying my identity, Hannah Horn, is God. I'm saying the soul and the spirit that resides within me, the life source itself that allows my heart to pump, my blood to flow, for me to be able to breathe, to me to just be alive. The the involuntary actions to survive, that is God. That is the life force itself. Just like, um, I don't know if any of you know this, but the placenta is actually an organ that grows within the body while you're pregnant. And it is not your organ, the, the mother's organ. It is the baby's organ. It is a shell around the baby that is soaking in all the nutrients and the vitamins that the mother contains and protecting itself from anything that might harm it. That, in my opinion, is God. It's it's the things that are so perfectly designed and aligned that make no sense. Much like here, this is a more simpler way of putting it. You know how you're taught that if the sun is any was an inch closer to us or an inch farther from us, we wouldn't be able to survive? In my opinion, that is God. It is the perfect alignment of harmony and the way that everything is um, able to survive and grow and die and live. Just the ever flow of life and the cycle of life that is god that is just my perception i could be wrong but it really resonates with me and i don't feel like i am living in an embodiment of fear i feel like i am boundless and my energy is boundless and it's only going to continue to grow more and more and more and i'm so excited about it but literally when i tell you me and my dad talked for two to three hours almost pretty yeah three hours outside just about life and I wish I would have recorded it but at the same time I'm very glad that we were so present and it was the most present I had been in a long time and again I don't want to call him out but he cried a couple times and I'd never seen my dad like that because he acknowledged that you know programming especially in his generation is men are not supposed to show their feelings men are supposed to shove that shit down men are not supposed to cry and he actually apologized for crying to me and I told him and I was like why are you apologizing and he got mad at me for saying why are you apologizing he goes stop 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 and I was like why are you getting mad at me he's like I'm not gonna take up less space nor should you to make the other person comfortable and he was just like he's like you know what Hannah it's really nice getting to know you more than just my daughter and one thing that we were talking about is the uncertainty in it all and is when you accept that all is uncertain and you have a destiny that you create, there is no fate. There is no such thing as fate. Fate is bounding yourself to things that are only in your mind, if that makes sense. Is telling yourself like this this is fate. No, that's a synchronicity. That is destiny that the choices that you have made in the way that things are unfolding is as they should be. 
it's hard it's very very hard to explain i wish i could put that in better terms um the gerber that i actually really like said it best um da -da 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 -da. where is it where is it Mm. Mm. sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry anyway ah i can't believe i can't find this okay he said yeah he said unless this is in his quotes unless we become free of our own identification of our physical form there is no freedom so when we become so enraptured in this idea of ourselves and this idea of what we look like and this idea of what we sound like and the music we listen to, car just raced by, it is no longer freedom. You are encased in this identification world where you are not a limitless soul is what I'm trying to get at. I know this is a whole lot of fucking information. It can be very overwhelming at times but it's also super simplistic is that you were just part of a greater harmony and I heard an analogy the other day that was just so beautiful it by Alan Watt himself it was like you know how the and I'll simplify this the best it can the way that I mean I actually wrote it down the way the cells fight off bacteria in your body to benefit the greater harmony of keeping you healthy is the same as the illusion of adversity or misfortune in your life. The moment you trust it is for the greater good in the collective of life is the moment you set yourself free of attachment to your identity or ego. And I'm telling you right now, writing things down helps me conceptualize and articulate much better than just speaking, but I do this podcast to help me speak. Um... So, it at simplified in the best terms is if you can see the adversities and the things that are disguised as bad or not what you want in your life as a what's the way to say this as a betterment to the unfolding of it all is the moment you let go, just like when you're sick and the cells are fighting off bacteria within your body, it is contributing to the greater whole of keeping you healthy. I really hope that makes sense, but when I heard that analogy, it just aligned with me and it felt right, and even moments that I truly don't understand and I want to understand, I have to just accept that they are what they are and they are contributing to the greater good of not only my life but every single life that lives on this planet and every single life that lives in this collective universe and understanding that you are so minuscule and it's not that you're unimportant you are a piece of this life force it's understand understanding that you your importance is not identified by your title by your wealth by the car you drive i know i use that example a lot but that's just what me and my dad were talking about a lot is especially america there, but at the same time, it's hard to say that you would rather live somewhere else because then people are like, oh, you don't think, realize how privileged you are. But in reality, this you shouldn't have to buy your freedom. Freedom in America is literally consumerism. It's the freedom to buy more. But that takes away your freedom of being 
the self, the source, the life, the energy, because you become so attached to these physical matters. And it's all an illusion. It's all fucking, oh, my brain. It's just so much at once. I'm just realizing how much of a fucking illusion this all is, is that the need to look a certain way, the need to act a certain way, the need to have all of these luxury designer items is all physical attachments and it's all a fucking illusion to what truly matters. I could go on and on and on about this. I just, it's freedom. I'm free. I'm literally free. I I am not bound to that shit anymore and it is scary and terrifying but at the same time my perspective sees it as peace and calm and the knowing that everything is working as it should and I'm just uh, I'm just so so happy to I'm just so grateful I I can't I I have no other words in summary when I keep going off topic about what me and my dad were talking about is he told me that the book of Mary was ridiculed from the bible because constantine didn't want women to feel empowered by their own feminine and divine energy and it was scary for man to think that women could live on an equal playing field in the most simplest sense possible it's just me and him were talking about so much and oh my gosh even this even this hear me out before i get into this i went over to my dad's house last night to celebrate dinner um sorry celebrate my stepmother's birthday for dinner and her stepfather was over I know this is very complicated but her stepfather was over and I was having social anxiety and I was having things that were brought up like oh I wish I was you know on mind altering substances right now to make myself feel more calm which then again is also an illusion and I'm sitting there and I'm just I'm very anxious and I don't know why I'm anxious and I especially being around people I'm not very close with it makes me anxious um but it's just good to be aware of how it affects my my mind and out of nowhere her stepdad goes so how old are you and I was like 19 and he goes well you have a lot to learn he goes I bet you think you know it all right and I was like no not at all I'm actually excited to learn every single day he goes ah that's good that's good he goes well you know that the God that lives within you is the God that lives within me and all that is life. And I was like, I looked at him and I went, no way you just said that. And he goes, what? And I was, he goes, did I offend you? I go, no, not even in the slightest. You did not offend me. I was like, there is no way that that is coincidence. He goes, that's sync. And we, at the same time, we go, that's synchronicity. And it was so cool being able to recognize the life that lives with me, within me is the life that lives with him and so on and so on and every single being that ever has existed. And it was, in my opinion, it was the way of angels or God or life itself being able to tell me, hey, I know that you feel alone in this ideology and this mindset that you are um, unraveling, but it doesn't have to be people that live in India or Asia that only think this way or people that live thousands of miles away from you. It is people right next to you. You can connect with people right next to you. And I just, I was so grateful for that moment because my walls were let down after that. I was completely myself after that. There was no worry after that. And I was just living full in the present moment. I don't think I touched my phone for four to five hours, which was so amazing and it gets me so excited to think about all of this i just 
my eyes light up when I talk about this kind of stuff. It's just all I, it's what I live for is becoming more and more aware of what I truly am. I'm not, I'm not just Hannah. I am life itself living in Hannah, if that makes sense. (laughs) I know I sound so crazy, but it's just so, it's so exciting. And so I was looking at the need to expand and the need to survive. It's one of the uh, lectures by the guru that I was talking about earlier. And there is the limited entity, the survival instinct that wants to survive and do well. And then there's that something in you, which is life or God or source that wants you to expand. And when you are in survival mode, you want to build walls around yourself. It is just the natural human instinct. And building walls of self-preservation is encasing yourself in your own prison. Consciously, you need to be consciously balanced between the instinct to survive and the longing to expand. And it doesn't matter where the boundary is set. The moment you can feel it is, the moment you want to break free, or the longing to become boundless. In in better ways. This is the moment that you feel that there are any boundaries around you, hence why I don't ever want to i know i'm joining the military so this is all very contradicting it's also a very dilemma it's a dilemma in my mind because i can't believe i'm joining the military when i'm discovering all of this stuff but i truly am joining for i understand that is the human egoic instinct to survive and find some sort of comfortability i'm aware of that but at the same time i'm also aware that my intuition is aligning me along that path for that reason maybe to change other people's lives maybe to connect with like-minded people in there maybe to be so present that i learn all these new experiences and network with so many different humans outside of this bubble that i live in i'm choosing to see the military as not this structured um go 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 life i'm seeing it as like this new chapter of my life where i'm going to get to discover all these new things and it's temporary it's temporary but i want to live fully in the present moment in all of it anyway it's just like the moment that you realize that you are creating boundaries around yourself is the moment that you want to become boundless and break free from it just like when i was working at I'm not going to name names. When I was working at the nutrition shop and I noticed how every single week, and it's just like any other job, every single week I was working the same hours, the same days, and I was becoming boxed into this life and I could feel myself wanting to leave. And I'm so happy that I did because even though I'm not making nearly as much money as I was, that's not important to me. And I have noticed how programming has been like, You know, you are not worthy unless you're making this amount of money, unless you're quote-unquote productive or busy. But I know deep down that's not the case. I know deep down that I have to unravel that and affirm to myself every day, which I also have been practicing meditation almost every single day now, two to three times a day, and dropping in and talking, not talking, but connecting with Source and just telling myself, like, you are loved, you are worthy, you are abundant, I am worthy Um, this being is worthy I am um, worthy of receiving love I am worthy of giving love I am abundant in all that is I am boundless like just affirming to myself on the daily and I see it I see it coming um, and unraveling into my conscious life it is absolutely baffling to me not baffling but it's just like it's just one of those whoa moments just like this shit that so many people 
talked down on and is like such a woohoo topic is becoming my life and it's not even like me pretending like it truly is like I'm watching myself receive all of this love because I speak it out and because I'm programming my mind to believe it is so and I'm not limiting myself to my beliefs I'm allowing to be all that is and allowing all to unfold as it is and I'm not trying to control anything it's just going to happen as it should and in due time even though time is a man-made construct I feel like I'm bouncing off the walls here I'm not even on anything (laughs) anyway let's slow it down a little bit physicality means a defined boundary your body that encases the soul the balance between the masculine and the feminine energy within us and within the world unless we become free like i was saying earlier unless we become free of our own identification of our physical form there is no freedom consciousness uh, wait whoa, whoa whoa what did i write here Oh, consciousness, I was using it as like a definition, is an intelligence which creates this body and mind, a place to stand past the psychological and physiological distance between your body and mind. Consciousness is just being aware that you are not the mind, you are not the body, you are the being, you are the life source itself that is allowing you to be here, that is allowing the the miracle that you are. You are a miracle listen to me you are a miracle you are a miracle you are not a freak accident you are life just unfolding as it should you are a miracle affirm that to yourself right now physical suffering and mental suffering it is the this this is all the suffering that there is no other suffering other than the physical and mental suffering of humanity um there is there is no spiritual suffering spirituality is free flowing there is no harm in it uh that's just again that's just my opinion if you can think of any other suffering beyond just the physical and the mental i would love to hear it but that's just again that's this is what the guru is teaching me i'm acknowledging that like the buddhist which i also love buddhism is they tell you in their own teachings that this is not the only way to look at life don't idolize this only way of life you are allowed to expand you are allowed to look outside you are allowed to look at other different religions every other different ideologies science etc etc you are not limited to this belief system this is more of an outline a guidebook to help guide you within what seems so chaotic but in reality is peace um give me one second i'm gonna be right back hold on actually hold on sorry i am back again i went to go get my drink and if you want to know what it is i got a little bit of coffee with me how much do i have in this cup i have four ounces of coffee which two ounces of it is almond milk and the other two ounces is actual coffee i need to just sip on coffee because I like it. I like the taste, and I'm not going to apologize for it. This human flesh suit enjoys it, okay? Okay? So, one of my favorite... I'm going to put it down so you don't hear it. But one of my favorite uh, spiritual teachings that I have come across lately is not only from Baba Ramdas, and I honestly wish that I took notes on it, uh, but I listen to it a lot of times, is 
go go look at it but it's the freedom of being no one but another one that i really loved and really resonated with was with by alan watt the false idea of who you are which in turn are about the same things and he's the one that uses the analogy of much like the adversity in your life contributes to the greater harmony of it all the cells that are fighting off bacteria in your body when you're sick are contributing to your health and well-being. So a couple things that I wrote down before we call it a day, because I know I've overwhelmed you guys with a lot of information as I have overwhelmed myself. My chest is actually red, which I don't know why, but I have like red patches all over my chest for some reason. And I feel fine. I just, I don't know. I think I was just talking really fast and getting really excited. But we differ between what we do and what has happened to us. Also, I apologize if you can hear my mom in the background. I have asked her if she could keep her voice down just a little bit, but she gets upset with me when I ask that, so I'm just going to let it be. I, I didn't mean it in like a malicious way. I was just like, hey, mom, I'm recording. Do you mind um, keeping it down just a little bit because my phone picks up a lot of background noise? And she just kind of looked at me like, um, No. And I was like, oh, okay, all right, it's fine. Uh, But the false idea of who you are, because you are not the identity, you are not the ego. Yes, there is ego within what you are, but you are not that, if that makes any sense. And I also encourage you guys to go look into books to research books that will help guide you along this journey if you do want to know more or even go on to youtube like my dad is dyslexic and when i offered him a book he said i can't read that very well i can't articulate it um or conceptualize it in the way that you want me to i'm much more of an audio learner and if you're an audio learner i really suggest YouTube channels like After School or any of Baba Ramdas's teachings or even podcasts like Science and Spirituality or who else do I listen to podcast wise? Honestly, that is one of the only podcasts I'm, or Radio Lab. Radio Lab is really cool. It's not just it's not spiritual, but it's a lot of fun knowledge that you get to learn. Anyway, I'm going off topic, but the false idea of who you are is we differ between what we do and what has happened to us. There is the voluntary and the involuntary. And Alan Watt was talking about how when you open and close your hand, is that voluntary or involuntary? And it's as simple as opening and closing your hand is. It's such a complex subject because it's like, are you voluntary closing your hand? And if so, how? You know? How, what is making you close and open your hand beyond just the brain? Do you decide that you decide to open your hand or do you just do so? It made my mind spin for a couple of minutes. But if you really like sit with it and let it marinate, you will understand. It's just too... It can be a little too vast to try to control how it should be perceived if that makes if that makes any sense, I know that, uh, I don't know, it's just the opening and closing hand thing, I'm like doing it right now, I'm opening and closing my hand, I'm like, am I deciding to do this, or is this just happening, you know, (laughs) am I deciding that I'm deciding, or am I just deciding, 
it goes on and on and on. It's just, ugh, it's just so fun. But the arbitrary definition of self. When you come to see that you are all yourself, you realize your body is one with the universe. You are not the ego. You are not the body. You are not the mind. You are not just the life force within you. You are all that you are. And that is when you become one. You are as much of the foot on the bottom of your leg as you are the sun in the solar system. It's all very complex, but I do recommend you look into Alan Watts' teachings. He is an incredible, knowledgeable he's just he's just amazing and I I actually want to go more into women's teachings these are just the ones that I have come across lately I I don't know if it's just because men have been more pushed onto the pedestals of ideology and they've been given more praise I know that's changing in recent years but I will look into more of women's teachings I just these are the ones that happen to unfold in my life and I'm not going to push them away But in quotes by Alan Watt, he states, your physical organism is one continuous process with everything that's going on. Much, and and this, end quote, much like all the cells in your body. And two years ago, I remember I wasn't on anything. I just, I was just having this thought. I was in the Keys. I was by myself. I was watching the sunset. And I was thinking, I was like, what if earth and all the little people on it and all the planets in our solar system and all the galaxies are just little cells inside of one giant organism and what if all the cells in our body have their own little lives and their own little jobs and it's just like it's such an expansive way i'm not i'm not saying that is true like not even in the slightest but it's just such a cool way to look at life and to take yourself out of the idea of what you think you are you know you are not it's oh it's so vast I just I thought that was like a cool little I was having that thought when I was like 17 yeah 17 years old I just turned 17 and I was just like what if all the cells in my body have their own little lives and their own little families and their own little jobs and their own little consciousnesses to a certain degree they do and what if all the humans and all the life on earth and then all the other planets and all the life that are on other planets are cells in another organism what if the galaxies go on and on and on and they're just cells of a giant organism which one could say is god which is so it's just so exciting i could go on and on about this stuff um back to my notes all you the entirety of the cosmos Step outside of the capitalistic matrix we label as quote-unquote society. All that is, is all you. Life itself is source. You are abundant in it. You are energetically limitless. Ego is defined as I am something in this body. Focus on conscious attention. Is there anything in the way? If you identify yourself as the ego... You encase and bound yourself to an internal realm of anxiety. You must realize you are the whole being. Become aware how harmonious it all is. You are a miracle. The way the cells fight... Oh, I'm sorry. I already talked about this. I just think it's a cool concept. Anyway. Accepting the uncertainty has left you to consciously decide whether or not your life is 
seen as an uncontrollable chaos or peaceful harmony. Perspective and perception manifest the reality you are living in. That's what I was just addressing earlier. This has nothing to do with the Alan Watt. Um, I just was writing while I was listening. But when I was talking to my dad last night, it was a thought that I've had before, but it just came up in words. It's just accepting the uncertainty. I'll say it again now that I can say it more slowly. It's accepting the uncertainty has left. So I should have put a comment, a comment there. Sorry, guys. So accepting the uncertainty, comma, has left you to consciously decide whether or not your life is seen as an uncontrollable chaotic field or a peaceful harmony. Your perspective and your perception manifest the reality you are living in. Because all of the uncertainty that is bound to happen, it it can be seen as so chaotic and so unknowing and how can I control this when you have to accept you can't or it can be seen as still and peaceful and flowing and moving as it should. You have not arrived by mistake or by fluke. It is perfectly harmonic. And I said this earlier and I'll say it again. You are a miracle of life. In the depths of what you are is the quote-unquote not quote-unquote, quote, fabric and structure of existence itself, end quote. That was something Alan Watts said. So he said, in the depths of what you are is the, quote, fabric and structure of existence itself, end quote. God is and has never been the, quote, politically and kingly notion, end quote. God in the self, the force of life or source that keeps your heart pumping. It is the trees that keep growing. It is the sun that is imperfect harmonious place and I was touching on this earlier when I was getting a little bit excited is that I and I was thinking about this you know two three years ago is how is everything just work out so perfectly and I know that there is adversity I know there is hardship I know there is war I know there's starvation I know there is abuse I know there are all these negative evils in this world I I'm aware of that but at the same time The smallest example I can give is the way that the sun is placed, the way that the planets are aligned, the way that the grass grows, how the grass grows, how the plants um, are able to take energy outside of themselves and or make their own food, the way that humans are able and animals are able to procreate and have children, just the way that does that makes does that make sense? The way that everything just perfectly aligns. If I really, it's so complex and I can see it in my mind and I'm trying my best to articulate it for you. It's just the way that everything has worked out so perfectly. And yes, there is corruption. I am completely aware of that. But again, talking and getting into that, it becomes so much complexity and so much of this need to understand something that cannot be understood and just accepting it for what it is and doing what you can and do not guilt trip yourself for not being able to save everyone because I have that side of me that wants to just save everybody and I have to accept that I can. I can only do what I can and by... Um, working on myself and raising my vibrations and my energy in in return will bring 
um, betterment to the harmony of it all. At least you can only hope so. It's just, it's all very complex. I'll, I'll wrap this up for you guys because I know this is a lot. Stop pretending you're not. Like, stop pretending that you are not. I, I just, I literally just wrote that on my piece of paper. Stop pretending you're not. I, I was reading that, I was like, what? And now I remember. Is stop pretending that you are not boundless. Stop pretending that you are not a miracle. Stop pretending that there isn't this life force within you that is god or source stop pretending that the only way to achieve god is to follow this rule book that is man-made and the only way to connect with god is to view it as this kingsley political figure that lives in the sky like what (laughs) the more i think about it i'm just like what the fuck um and then i'll end it with this quote by alan watt the relationship of self to other is the complete realization that loving yourself is impossible with love without loving everything defined as other than yourself. The relationship I'm going to read this over the relationship of self to other is the complete realization that loving yourself is impossible without loving everything defined as other than yourself. I'll say it one more time just because I know <laughs> I'm still comprehending this. It's very simple as it is complex. The relationship of self to other, as in from me to you or from you to the tree or to your pet or whatever it may be. The relationship of self to other is the complete realization that loving yourself entirely is impossible without loving everything defined as other than yourself because yourself is an illusion you are you are not just the self you are everything you are in connection with everything if if that makes sense to you if this aligned with you i'm very glad if it doesn't i know it can be very all over the place it can be it can again it can be seen and all this uncertainty and what i'm speaking can be seen as all over the place or it can be seen as harmonious harmoniously and peacefully put together it's just a matter of perspective on the situation i hope that i really just hope that this makes sense for you guys because i can feel my mind racing (laughs) and i've i've always been doing my yoga but my practice has changed even more so it's becoming even more of an internal practice and Now actually prioritizing my meditation after my yoga is changing my world and not having an expectation of what meditation should feel like or what it should look like or how long it should last. Just letting it be as it is and trusting that it is as it is. Nothing more, nothing less. And maybe after a couple of breaths of my mind start to race, I'll start doing my affirmations. I'll start taking an inhale and on the exhale... I am worthy on the inhale on the exhale I am abundant on the inhale on the exhale I am worthy of receiving love and so on and so on and I can already I can feel I can feel the power that it has over my body just doing it sitting here not even setting myself up through yoga and I'll I'll wrap this on this note. My my dad my dad was talking to me about how you know he misses hot yoga and how he can't do yoga without it being a hundred degree room and he can't do yoga without the mirror. And I was just like, Dad, that's 
again, that is your ego. And he was like, yeah, I know. He was like, I was like, have you just tried learning an individual practice? And he was like, well, I need someone to tell me what to do. I'm like, no, you don't. You really don't. You can watch a YouTube video or you can listen to an audiobook. It, Yoga, again, the shapes that are created and the movement that is created with yoga, that is the asana. That is the shapes. That is the embodiment of the internal practice. That is the expression of the internal practice coming to life. It is a way of communicating the yoga within on a physical plane. I really hope that makes sense. Um, the Yoga Sutra book by, and I actually butchered it the last time that I brought it up. It's not um, Nikolai Batchman. It's not a woman. It's a man. It's Nikolai Batchman. Um, the Yoga Sutra, it is a grand book and it has changed my life and my perspective tremendously and I can recommend it on and on and on. It's just yoga is such a, it's so good for my soul. And it's not about what it looks like, but what it feels like. And I know that can be such an existential, um, what's the word? I'll just say it again, woohoo sort of situation. But it truly is. I it, It's a way of making yourself present for 15, 20, 30 minutes and setting yourself up for meditation. It is it is the steps that lead to meditation. I personally can't not unless I'm in a rush. I can't just do my yoga and walk away because my mind has created so much stillness from the yoga that it has given me advantage and leeway it's so much easier to do yoga and then drop into meditation than it is to just drop out of meditate drop into meditation out of nowhere thank you for joining me today i know that was a lot i know it was really random i was not expecting to record today but it literally just flowed as it should and i'm just very very grateful just so grateful that's all the words that i can say i I'm excited to start my YouTube channel over the years. I'm excited to finally move to Hawaii in a couple of years. I'm excited to help raise my baby sister. I'm excited to make the content I've always wanted to make because I am no longer living in fear. I Oh, my stomach grumbled. <laughs> I'm no longer living in fear. I am going to be limitless. I'm going to be boundless. I'm going to live the life that I want to live and not let this matrix of a society and this programming that has diminished my own being to think that it can't do whatever it is that it pleases. And I mean that in a expanding the mind sense and expanding the self sense. I don't mean that in a just saying fuck it sort of sense of that. <laughs> If that can correlate with you. I don't mean like, oh, just be rude to anyone and anything because you feel like it. It's more so traveling. And I know money is it is a concept I'm aware of. And I'm also aware that things are going to unfold as they should. And money comes and goes. And I hold no attachment to it. Like, at all. Um, and it's easier said than done. Don't get me wrong. But if I do decide, which I would love to. And I've been thinking about this since I was 13 or 14. I want to go live in a temple with monks. I want to shave my head. I want to 
live that life for a little while. I want to go travel to Hawaii. I want to go surf with people. I, I just, I know what life truly means to me and the importance of it. And I'm going to fulfill that. And I'm not going to just suffice for a regular what someone would say regular if it it's what makes you happy it's what makes you happy but it's it feels so prison like to me to just what i i literally i haven't been able to think of the word for the past two days and i don't want to say enslave yourself because that's super uh insensitive because you're not a slave just i don't want to just give up what truly means to what truly means happiness to me i'm just i'm kind of talking out of my ass right now because i know what i'm trying to say i just can't say it but i know what makes me happy i know what brings me peace i know what brings my mind and soul a state of bliss i, I know it i know it intuitively and i'm not going to just push that deep down out of fear of not having a quote-unquote successful life because success in this matrix of a society is an illusion and so many people give worth to these meaningless titles and incomes and I know there are exceptions. I understand there are exceptions. And I was blessed to be raised by the people that I have been raised by and to be supported by the people that I am supported by. But you just because you maybe have had more adversity in your life, I want you to know that does not limit you to the life that you want to live. Again, this was all over the place. But I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you hearing me out. This was absolutely amazing. I'm so glad I got to document this because I can't wait to look back on this and not only cringe, but laugh and love this version of myself. You are loved. You are worthy. Affirm this to yourself, whether you're in the car, whether you're in your room, whether you're at work, whatever you may be doing. Affirm to yourself that you are worthy, you are valid, and you are loved. And you are not an imposter to the life that truly will bring you fulfillment. Have a beautiful rest of your day or night whenever you are listening to this. I'll see you in the next episode.